So I got a um, Manderson. You're you're the coffee guy, right? Mm. Yeah. I wouldn't call you a. I don't wouldn't call you a coffee snob. I think you're just you just know you just know your coffee. Mm. I'm a little coffee snobbish. <laughs> a little, a little bit. But I mean, but I mean, like you don't like tell us Steve's not to drink pumpkin spice lattes like some people, right? Um. <laughs> I've been known to enjoy a pumpkin spice latte in my time. Yeah. Okay. So I got a reusable coffee filter. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got a cloth coffee filter. It's called the coffee sock. Oh, I've never heard (laughs) of Something something else. (laughs) Yeah. Coffee sock. (laughs) Cock sock. (laughs) But it's for for a pour over. So it fits my Chemex. So it goes in. You know, a couple scoops of, of grounds, boom, pouring in, and then you just rinse it, ring it, and like twice a week you boil it just to you know keep it keep it fresh. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's 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 okay in your book. Uh, I've never heard of that before. I'd actually oh. be interested so, in like trying it and even yeah. comparing like that means David Barry is like the a, coffee a, a reusable metal mesh filter with a paper and that just to see like how they turn out differently. So the, the problem I was having was with my paper ones, I would more often than not, I would, I, I would tear through them. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what I was doing wrong. We would use two, but at the same time. I was just, Oh, that's, that's, that's brilliant. Melissa taught me that. that. Cause well, cause I was just like, I don't like, I mean, I was already making cowboy coffee before because I kept breaking my coffee maker. So I was just making it on the stove. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Double, yeah. double caught. That, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Has it? Does it? Has it taste? Is it still? Legit? I mean, I think it's good. So it's I. I definitely. I didn't realize it was a thing. Like French press, the way French press, since the grounds are like in it, and you like, you know, push them out, you get like a thicker, like coffee. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's get definitely more the oils and stuff. Yeah, I think it is a you little thinner. Just because it, I mean, it's still being, you know, it's strained through, but like no grounds make through, which is what that's what's important to me because I hate getting right. the bottom and getting yeah. a nice swig of dirt at the end. Get to chew the last little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan of that. Um, <laughs> we, but yeah, we we have a Keurig, but we use our own coffee that we grind up and put in the cups. But sometimes the reusable cups. Yeah, but sometimes the it's the Keurig machine's new, but the reusable cup is from our previous Keurig machine. So sometimes we'll hear a a pop happens, and that means the lid kind of opened, <laughs> and that means at the bottom there of your coffee go. there'll be some little bits of ground coffee at the bottom for you to chew on at the end. But we tend to buy like peerless coffee or. What was that one you brought up, Barry, that I need to get? The pumpkin one? You shared in the thread? Oh, D- Death Wish has a pumpkin coffee. I need that. I need to get yeah. that. Yeah, That made me very happy when I read that. So coffee socks. Coffee socks are cool. I like that. Okay. Coffee socks. Good to know. Your new nickname. Now that, now to check it your out. new nickname now, is Coffee now, Socks. Yeah, my new nickname is Coffee Socks. You get two of them, I think, for like 12 bucks. Nice. Well, yeah. That, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. She got Coffee Socks Barry over here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> People were looking at his feet. What? But I was like, I "What did he like? Is like, a, like, did he drop his coffee once when he was on his way to work, and he became coffee socks?" Like, <laughs> no, he just uses a reusable. Uh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> he's a cloth <laughs> coffee. It's actually yeah, kind of cool. Mind. Never mind. I'm sorry. Yeah, the, sto- the story is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, how that? Greetings and salutations, and welcome once again to the Capeless Crusaders live at the time via a network mm. of wires. And electricity mm. and fiber mm. in some areas. I still know what fiber means. Help, helps you use the restroom. No, oh. no. The, the, anyway, like we are. Fiber optics. Oh, uh, f- fiber optics. Fiber optics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wait. 
Wait, who are we? Okay. Where are we? Uh, I apologize. Cut, take two. <laughs> Live at the time <laughs> via the internet. My name is, of course, David Barry at DRBerry on varying social media platforms. I am joined this evening by two of the crew, the dudes of the crudes. The crude dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, that's accurate. That's pretty, I mean, yeah. We're, the crudes? Yeah. Isn't that a show? It was a movie. <laughs> I think they did do a show too, yeah. Yeah, it was like the family of like 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 Neanderthals, right? We take anyway. so many off ramps. <laughs> we do, yeah, but well, you know what? In the grand I'm scheme sorry, of things, man. we get back on the five. We as do they call it, and we get to Disneyland. Nope, not because they're they have actually been underreporting their their COVID cases. So I'm not going to Disneyland anyway. <laughs> I am joined by uh, first my friend living up in the mountains. Um, I know you're not actually in the mountains, but I'm going to say the foothills. Are you in the foothills? Is that yeah? I'm in, the, I'm in the foothills. Yeah, you considered foothills. Yes. Like we're yeah. close to the mountains. Anyway, I'm Manderson, also known. Oh, Super Manderson. Dang it. <laughs> Forgot we changed my nickname like three episodes, four episodes ago. Uh, hey, I'm Super Manderson and uh, down south in um, Galt. <laughs> so down south, right? So, I mean, comparatively. 1.21 gigawatts. This is Anthony Steve's the Azorian one. How long have you been waiting for that? Since we logged on. Since we logged on. (laughs) Wearing the shirt that says flux capacitor on it. I've been waiting. (sighs) Waiting. Waiting. Well, don't don't spoil what the episode's about. Uh, Whoops. (laughs) Whatever. We'll get there anyway. (laughs) Anyway, this episode is brought to you in part by the Nerd on Nation. Powered by, let's see if we can do it together. (gasps) Three, two, one. Patreon. Patreon. No. You guys actually almost lined up. That was weird. The Nerd on Nation. Allows us to keep the lights on and up our quality. As a member of the Nerd On Nation, for as little as one to five dollars a month, you get early access. Uh, oh, cut, take two. <laughs> you get early access to episodes such as this, a Discord community, nerdon.io/slash/discord, which is half open and half closed. Ooh. You get cool bonus stuff, though, bonus episodes, and so much more. Check it out at nerdon.io/slash/patreon. Nope. Damn it, Manderson. Thank you for not even trying. You're like, you're like, I don't fuck this internet. Uh, speaking of. Our friends over at NerdOn, um, we today's episode actually coincides with their uh, three-year anniversary. Um, so, wait, three years, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah, fuck, I almost so. lost yeah, you got it. it. Anyway. You're right. So, they are covering a specific trilogy. We are covering the comics about a specific trilogy, which we'll talk about here in a second. But before we get to that, for anything related to the Capeless Crusaders and NerdOn, you can head on over to thecapelesscrusaders.com, your hub for all things Crusaders. From there, you can find all of our content as well as the rest of the NerdOn podcast family mm. yeah yeah it's good we are family we are uh, family all our podcasts and streams all and our me. podcast streams and me, me. You know, that almost worked almost <sighs> so hey, on this episode <laughs> might as well just break it out we are going to be talking about nothing none other than back to the future oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, so we're talking about Back to the Future. Uh, but we're talking about the comic books, which there have actually been a lot. Um, I always had seen them randomly, but I didn't realize just how many there actually were. Um, so we're going to be talking about the Back to the Future comic books, a couple of the ones that we took a look at. Um, going to get our thoughts, feelings, kind of the gist of them to see if we think you should check them out or not. Uh, and we're also going to be, of course, going around the horn, talking about comic books we've been reading this week. Unless, is everyone's around the horn just the Back to the Future comics? I read other things. It was good. Part of one other thing, yeah. <laughs> All right, that counts. <laughs> we'll do it around the horn, and we'll also uh, do a little bit of news, just a couple quick news stories to round it out before we head on into our main topic. So, when we are 
hanging around the, you know, glow of the computer. Um, I have two screens up here with white so you guys can see me and oh. my new hair. There it is. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Uh, anyway. Oh, thank you. Oh, Manderson, you look so so lovely and colorful now. Lit up like yeah. a Christmas tree. Anyway, when we are hanging out, chatting about things like, you know, comics, we like to do a little thing called Around the Horn. Get that car out of here. Get that get that car out of here. We can't. No, not anymore. Orange, it's in, fine. It, it's it's in the living room, isn't it? It's fine. It's fine. Just the orange. No, nope. no, no. Here's here's what we do. E- easy, easy fix, mm-hmm, Steve. Mm-hmm, Steve, mm-hmm. you get you get the General Lee. Mm-hmm. You roll it into your driveway. Yeah. You just take a can of white spray paint oh. and you just turn that flag into a white flag. That's and what, it's historically accurate. Bingo! Bingo! <laughs> Boom! And that's called American history. We've become very anti-Confederacy on this <laughs> podcast. Like we're not a like we're not a Civil War history podcast. Always it around the horn. Yeah. Always it around so, the horn. Yeah, we're subtle. It's because the general league comes up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. We are not advocates of removing uh, the Dukes of Hazard from your television uh, viewing because we still think it's a fun show. It is a fun show. Just, just you know. Waylon Jennings the sings a great song. The- yeah, they just have, they just got a traitorous flag on the car. That's all. <laughs> Yeah, that's all. So, nobody's perfect. Nobody's <laughs> nerfing. They like being losers. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we talk about what comic books we've been reading this week. Manderson, since you read something besides the assignment for the reading, yeah, go ahead. What'd yeah. you read? Yeah. Uh, I've been rereading uh, Jurgen's run on uh, Action Comics, which was right before Bendis took over. Um, just because, I mean, comics are now finally back in circulation pretty normally, but uh, I started diving back into my trades and back issues during COVID and I'm still doing it. Um, and it, it was uh, better than I remember. Um, Cause I, I was reading Superman and that, and I like Superman more, but it was better than I remember. Uh, so good stories and it like the finishing three arcs getting right, coming into Bendis are actually really good and kind of, dealing with less I need superpowers to do it and more like emotional toll on Clark and Lois and John and everything that had gone down leading up to this point. Uh, so if you haven't picked them up, do so. Uh, I've also uh, been keeping up on the current run of Justice League, which if I'm honest, um, I'm, I've been disappointed in the past two story arcs. Mm-hmm. So I'm still buying it, but I've been disappointed. I'm hoping that the one they just started will be better. Maybe it'll be like uh, Jurgen, you know, the shampoo. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I mean the um, the comic. I mean, it'll be like his run, and like you'll come back later on, you'll read it and be like, "Hey, this is yeah, better than I remember." A, yeah, I'm, which I'm in my opinion is a great. Re- I think that's like it sounds kind of like eh, but it's like a really good. I think that's a shining thing about a, like a comic series. If you're like, yeah, this was much better than I remember. I was wrong. Like, a good, yeah, yeah, I think it's a and good it, thing. It it might be that like you know you're reading a book and then you have this break till the next one comes out and I finally got to do it all in one and be like oh you this all connects it, it yeah the whole his whole thing I appreciate more because I see the whole piece of art as opposed to just like you know a little tiny square that somebody somebody went really close on the camera and took a picture of for me I get that mm-hmm. nice Steve so, I actually part of the thing. Part of the thing. I actually went back and reread the first issue of Tanahasi Coates' run on Black Panther. Nice. To the boys. 
Oh, the boys. Because they, uh, we haven't informed them, of course, regarding what has oh, yeah. happened to Chadwick Boseman because they can't handle it when fictional characters pass away. There's no way they're going to be able to handle this guy is actually gone. So I wanted to read them the first issue of Black Panther, which they loved. And I had to make sure I edited some of the wording because it says kill a lot in there. So I'm like, yeah. I said attack instead. <laughs> so I could say attack in there quite a few times. But they were just silent watching just every image. It's Black Panther. Well, when it's Tommy, it's there's Black Pamper. He, he says pamper. I know. He can't get the TH yet. Um, but they were he'll, both he'll just. He'll get there. He'll get there, yeah. They were both just focused on the whole thing. Read the whole first issue. Going to read them the second issue probably uh, this coming Friday. So Nice. They enjoyed this. But that was that was it. Sorry. I know that's. I think that's a great one. Yeah. Um, I actually um, went back, and it ties into one of our news stories. But I started uh, rereading Invincible. Yes. Um, just because I haven't read in a while. Um, I think I I still have Volume Three. Thank you. I have okay. Volume Three. I have it. Okay. Here's who has Volume Two. I thought it was Jay who said he moved it on. Oh, Anderson has. <laughs> Wait, Manderson? Oh, oh, oh no, damn it, dude. That would have made my life easier if I knew. G- I, remember, I remember Jay oh, had it one time, but there was someone else after Jay who was in line to read it. That's all. I'll, I'll just buy a big omnibus at this point. We still worked in the same place when all that was happening. <laughs> that was, yeah, so, that was a lot right? easier. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm rereading Invincible um, because of it ties into our, uh, our next thing in the news. So speaking of, we might as well just go right into it. Here's the news. <laughs> California is one big giant ashtray. Back to you, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, we are smoke. Just it's just man. It's just it's just it's Jackson it, it, Rancheria at one a.m. right now. Let's put a red sun in our sky and there you go. Madison loses yeah, all the powers. We all know what happens to planets with red suns. Yeah, you lose yep. your powers, Madison. Is that what that is? Oh no, they explode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was going. He was going like scientific. The going end Superman. of the world is coming. Oh. So it's just <laughs> For a guy gonna... named Jor. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was actually thinking Red Sun. I was thinking of you know communist Superman. Menacing goes know. communist. Uh, That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> yeah. Comes wearing the, the outfit. With yeah, the... gonna go uh, grab a DeLorean, go back in time, and bring Stalin to the present, and bring back communist Russia. But remember, back, back to the future is a bunch of bullshit. Okay. Scott Lang calls uh, yeah. that <laughs> a bunch of Dang bullshit. It. Anyway, so on this week's episode, on this week's episode, cut take two on the news this week. Uh, a couple things. One, um, like you mentioned, it's, I mean, obviously this happened a week ago. This episode come out in a couple weeks, um, so this will be long past, and many things will have already been been said and done and contributed. But we did lose Chadwick Boseman uh, this last week. Uh, completely unknown besides his family, and it sounds like a very small number of people outside of it. Like his trainer and like one or two people at Marvel, I guess they didn't even know the severity of his condition. Um, unfortunately, even know. Yeah. No like idea. How before he Yep. Um, he unfortunately lost his battle with stage four colon cancer. Uh, the man had stage three colon cancer for the majority of his film career. He cranked out role after role and just was fighting the whole time. Just trying to give, um, which basically give as much of his talent, like put himself out there as much as possible before yeah. it all ended. Which, yeah, can, I mean, the, we're talking movies and and 
red carpets mm-hmm. and interviews and everything while doing this. It's just he's you know we we already thought he was amazing, and now it's just yeah. even more. And so. movies that required a lot from him, like yeah, yeah action involved yeah. in these movies. Yeah, yeah, these were yeah these were not you know sit down and and read. You know these were do some stunts. Mm-hmm. You know bu- buff up and then you know and then go be crap. Jackie Robinson, little Rich. Jackie little Robinson, Richard? little Richard. Thank you. Um, hold on. There's one. He did. Uh, uh, God, first, first black Supreme Court justice. Yeah, Thurman Marshall. Thank Thurgood you. Marshall. Excuse me. And then he did. Uh, <laughs> and he did Spike Lee's The Five Bloods too. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, there's another one. Uh, Message from the King, which is basic. I watched it the other day. It's basically imagine if T'Challa quit being king, came Sweet. to L.A. because someone killed Shuri. And he's oh, okay. and he's getting payback on everyone involved because he uses almost like it's another African dialect he's using, but the guy just goes taken on Los Angeles, and nice. it's a basic action movie, but he just makes it like five times better because of his acting, his his yeah. emotional reactions, his timing, the way he delved into the characters he played, and I'm like this would be just a typical like B movie action thing on Netflix, but he makes it better in my opinion. Nice, but yeah. So it, it's a sad blow. And yeah, it is, it is definitely, it is hard. It's hard for, for nerds. You know, it's hard for, you know, kids who saw themselves in a character, you know, on the big screen. Um, It's, it's a blow to be sure. And um, it's going to be, he's going to be hard to replace. Yeah. And, and it's like, I, I know there was initially there was, you know, let's not even have that. Con- there's some people saying let's not even you know have that conversation yet and it's like you know but it is, it is something to to discuss because you know his other his other roles that he had done those were you know one and dones for the most part like this was something that ryan coogler was writing the script that yeah. he was going to be reading you know ryan coogler didn't even know t'challa is the next generation and, of the avengers basically uh, with yeah with the yeah. old timers leaving yeah and it's um it's definitely there's there's a lot of people have a lot of strong opinions about you know, recasting versus passing the role onto Shuri, which would be, Com- you know, good for the accurate. story, comic accurate. Yeah. Um, I think it's hard, especially because there are people that, you know, say, okay, like, you know, he, he carried that role, like just let it lie now. And it's like, it's, it's hard one. I mean, you can't, you can't say that to a, you know, billion dollar corporation. They're not gonna, they're not gonna sit on that kind of money, you know, cause they, they know they, they know they can make a lot of money off of it, but also at the same time, like, you don't sit on a character that was so important, you know, on, on a film that yeah. had such a big presence and got a lot of, you know, actors and and creators and producers and people out, you know, that weren't getting the attention they deserved. Like, you don't want to, you know, just oh, let that fall by the wayside. Opening weekend was like a cultural experience for many people at theaters. Yeah. The way they had yeah. everything, the, the the red carpets, the music that was there, the the clothing and fashion they had on. And to his character being so important, like it's you know, T'Challa, Wakanda, that's all playing a big part of the MCU. Infinity yeah. War took place in Wakanda. Yeah. So it's like there's a, they plan for a future for this character and the character's kingdom in future Marvel films. So, I, and the importance of that character and yeah. the surroundings of that character, the impact it had in theaters and audiences, you can't just say, okay, we're done with this. There's yeah. a big impact there that you'll you'll be you'll be missing. So I think yeah. I'm hoping the Shuri route right now, because I can't even and I know 
We've all said that about actors who played a character the very first time. I can't picture anyone yeah. else playing him. Just right. how great, because of how much he put into that character and how great he was as him, I I can't picture anyone else putting into that. The only one I could think of was Michael B. Jordan, but he already was beautiful as Killmonger. Yeah. So, I mean, that, you know, John Boyega, maybe, but I'm I'm... I'm leaning more toward the Shuri point right now. And and people say, well, she's not a big enough name. She's not going to get out there. Okay, Bozeman only had Jackie Robinson 42 under his belt before he was Black yeah. Panther. Yeah. And with the following and the fan base behind Black Panther, I could totally see if Shuri's the main character, the same thing happening for that sequel when it comes out. Yeah. No, Christopher Reeve didn't have top building when he was Superman. It was Gene Hackman and Marlon Brando above Christopher Reeve when that first movie came out. Anyway, that's a, that was my soapbox. Sorry about that. Word. No, that, that would, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't really a soapbox. You're, you're okay. <laughs> that leads into my next news topic. Um, comicsology. if you want to check out, uh, if you go through uh, nerdon.io slash comicsology, um, Right now, they're making all of the Black Panther single issues available for free nice. um, through Comixology. Now, I don't know. I didn't look at the specifics of like, where they cut that off. I'm assuming it's probably the most couple most recent runs. Uh, maybe Coates' run. Um, but it'd be a great time to to hop in and check out a really, really good Black Panther run that heavily influenced the movies. Um, so check it out on Comixology. Um, pay tribute to, I mean, obviously, you know, the character's not gone from the comics, but but in a lot of ways, the physical representation of the character is gone, which is hard. The voice you hear in your head when you read the comics. Exactly. Exactly. It's him. Exactly. That's what it's going to be. That's actually, that's a really good way of putting it. It's, it's always, it's always going to be him. You know, the way we hear Robert Downey Jr. When we read, when we read Iron yep, Man comics day. now, like, yep. it's, you know, it's Chadwick Boseman. Um, so on to less, less sad news, more just, you know, news. Um, the boys season two <sighs> dropped on Amazon. And even though it has a near perfect rotten tomato score, uh, the angry fans stupid. about how it's being released are review bombing it, which is just stupid that review bombing has become a thing, God but they're tanking damn. its score because they're upset that it didn't drop all at once. <sighs> so basically because season one dropped all at once, this season dropped, I think like three episodes mm-hmm. and then they're going to do Fridays. the next five, like over weeks, mm-hmm. which I'm going to be honest for the longest like time. We were Apple so TV used plus. Yeah, we were so used to the 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 Netflix. Here's a whole oh, here's a whole season. When a couple of different providers started going back to the weekly, like at first I was kind of like, uh, but then I'm not gonna lie, like Mandalorian being weekly, I was looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I, yeah. I, I felt that again. So apparently, the the fans of the boys are not feeling that. This is Which, when the voice is appropriate. Ah, <laughs> stupid! No, <laughs> Jesus! Yeah, it. Hulu's been doing it with all their shows since day one. Sure. It makes kind of builds the anticipation, in my opinion, for the next episode. As much as I love binging shows that drop all on one day, it's nice to also have those shows that are once a week. Lovecraft Country on HBO. Uh, All of Apple TV's uh, shows we were watching. The Morning Show. Mandalorian on Disney Plus. You'll be fine. Guys, it's gonna it's gonna be okay. The show's great. It'll be here next week. Watch all this other stuff. You can binge until the boys come back out. Yeah, the boys. Well, is fantastic, by the way. Man- Manderson, you said the the initial burst and then the the trickle. That's the Apple TV. That's the way they yeah. do it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a good strategy, I think, because that way you could binge those first three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
see if you're like, oh, I'm into this, and then and then they have you. I mean, they basically have you hooked, yeah. at least for that series yep. um, on that. So, and I like I'm with Steve's. I kind of like the anticipation. I like having like three shows that I watch at a time, and so then I have like on this day I'm watching this yeah. show, and I yeah. so you look forward to that, and that's like. That's the highlight of your and day they're, sometimes. Well, and they're so smart, too, because that third episode of The Boys, the way it ended. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, f- I feel like I, I, I'm one of those people that, like, there are definitely some series, series is, 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 where, like, I want to just, like, burn through them, but then I'm super disappointed. And I'm like, oh, we're not getting another season for two years. Yeah. <laughs> because you dropped it all at once, but we also have to be realistic about production times. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that, I, I, that hurts. So at the same time, it's, like, stretching it out. Like, even though it doesn't stretch it out, I mean that much longer still just even like five weeks yeah you know as opposed to me burning through and like all right cool when's the next season coming out 2025 cool okay yeah <laughs> like the witcher like when i burn through the witcher and i'm like oh yeah well this is you know especially those shows that use these stars who are doing films on the side too so it's like they have their schedules carved out to where yeah i can do this show then i'm gonna right. go do three movies then i'll be free to come back and do season two <laughs> yeah and lastly in our news this week um we, on the heels of Marvel announcing uh, the next phase of films and Shang-Chi getting his own film, um, starring, uh, I'm going to butcher it, Simu, Simu Liu. Yes, um, sounds pretty good. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> but um, I could very easily look it up like an, in, an interview and hear how he pronounces it. I'll do that next time. But um, Shang-Chi is getting a new comic. They're bringing back Shang-Chi. Uh, it's going to be yeah. a five-issue, I think, miniseries. Um, with one artist doing present day art and then the other artist doing flashbacks, um, which I always think is nice. cool the way it's like, how, you know, you know, it's a flashback because it looks different. different. Yeah. So we're going to get that, um, which I like. Shang-Chi is a really cool character. I really like Shang-Chi. So I'm excited, um, for a new comic. Um, and, and uh, it's being written by an Eisner award winner. So ooh. yeah. I know nothing about Shang-Chi. Except yeah. for that he's a kung fu master. So I'm excited like when they do that kind of thing so that somebody like me who barely knows anything can at least get a taste for who this character yeah. is before the movie comes out. And it's it's like I could I could recommend you go back and like start at the beginning, but then you have to like wade through like the super cheesy beginnings, you know, of a lot of these characters. Like I love Power Man yeah. and Iron Fist, but I don't sometimes it's painful to go back and, and read like like Luke Cage, Power Man, just being like, "Oh, you ain't no jive, Turkey," and then like, like Iron F- uh, Iron Fist, just being like, super like, like a Chuck Norris wannabe, like like seventies karate stereotype. It's just, yeah. it's sometimes it's it's cheesy and painful. Maybe it'll like, go all the way back. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm with you. Like this could be really cool for a lot of people to hop in and, and get excited about a character they might not have known about. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that, that about does it for the news. So on to, speaking of time travel in the past and the future, hey. Ooh. Now we're going to go back. To the future? To our topic. Oh. Um, this, I, I, the entire time I was reading, so we're talking about the Back to the Future the comic. The entire time I was reading it, I just kept thinking of John Mulaney's bit about Back to the Future. When he's like, when he's like this is such a strange movie like to pitch. When they're like explaining it to them. <laughs> and, the, and at the end, they're like, all right, so what's the movie called? Back to the future like what's the movie called back to the past no back to the future but they go to the past yeah <laughs> and it's just it's the 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 things that he pointed out about how, how crazy this movie are that definitely like came forward in these comics because i'm like yeah why the fuck is he friends with this disgraced nuclear physicist like it, they, it was never explained in the movie 
That Don't is worry, because kids. of the giant amp. That's the <laughs> only reason he's friends yeah. with them. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Basically. Don't turn it all the way up. <laughs> so, the Back to the Future comics, there are several series. Um, it initially started with just like a couple like like one-offs and they, they compile them all together and you're just like untold stories and, 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 you know, right before the movies, so you can kind of get an idea. All of these, which had the original, um, the original writer involved. Bob so he, Gale. he came back. Uh, what was his name? Bob Gale. Thank you. He wrote the first so Bob, one with Zemeckis and then wrote the two and three. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, and he was involved in, I think all of the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, that kind of lended, um, not validity, because it would have been, you know, it would have been a valid story before, but it did. It kind of like, you're like, all right, cool. Like, this is from this the is guy baby. who wrote that, yeah. you know? Like, it's cool to see what he says. Um, even though I was, I was reading a quote the other day that it's like, if an artist, like, adds something after their, like, later on to their art, it, like, invalidates it. And I was like, that's a very, like, pompous way of looking <laughs> at things. But it does kind of make you think about, like, these guys who go back and try to redo everything, George Lucas. Um, <laughs> what? But yeah, so so he basically got to kind of... Explain some things mm-hmm. um, via these these short stories, and then it led into its own extended comic um, that 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 kept on going. And then from there, we got uh, Manderson read um, Tales from the Time Train. Thank you, which which followed uh, Doc Brown and his family after um, Back to the Future Three. Um, Steve's read Citizen Brown, uh, which was them getting stuck in they get stuck in the thirties. Yeah, in the thirties. It takes place. It's supposed to take place. After on Marty's end, after everything that's occurred, so okay, part three has happened, but it's from Marty's viewpoint, not Doc Brown's. Got it. And then, um, there's also, I didn't, I barely got to it. I just, it was today, I just ran out of time. Uh, Biff to the Future, which covers uh, Biff Tannen basically after he gets the uh, almanac and oh. it, like, follows his like rise to power and you know, and and, and oh. the eventual destruction of everything. Um, but hey, McFly. Sorry, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> read a lot of there was. It's really easy to read a lot of these in their voices. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so we each read a different kind of section of it to kind of get an idea. Uh, these are all published by IDW, of course, because IDW has deals with all these production companies to make all these movies and TV shows um, come to life in comics, which is cool. I mean, we we got three Back to the Future movies in our time. Uh, I believe we also got a cartoon. Yes, there wasn't was there cartoons there was in the cartoon, 90s? Yeah. And, then the, and video games. Yep. Like, we it definitely got, you know, the full pop culture treatment. So it's not like there was, you know, it's not like a show that was canceled that, like, came back to life via comics. But it still was cool to get these offshoot stories because, of course, this idea is with time travel, like, why wouldn't there have been more adventures? Mm-hmm. You know, just like Doctor Who, like, there's a billion adventures in between each episode because they're flying all over the universe. Uh, back to the Future is kind of the same way. There, there, there were untold stories to be told. And of course, they all have the blessing and and added, you know, flavor of the original uh, creator being in there. Um, so right off the bat, I I read I read the the main back to the story uh back back to the story cut take two back to the future story. Um, I read the the first couple of trades. Um, we get answers to questions like why is Marty friends with Doc Brown, um, and it basically was um. Doc Brown was looking for an assistant, so he basically set up his lab to to need someone to figure out how to get in, like to figure out the code to the door, like figure out some booby traps. Um, Marty was going because he had his tube amp. Um, he was playing, and uh, oh, what's the what's the bully? Um, 
what's the bully in the first movie? Not not Biff. Uh, the one that Flea plays? Nails? Nails. Douglas yeah, Needles. Needles. Yeah, yeah, Needles. Yeah. Needles, not Nails. Needles. So he comes and he's basically like, I need a piece for my guitar amp. I'm going to take it out of yours. And he goes down to the store and he's like, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll buy more pieces for it. He buy the tube for the tube amp. And the guy's sold out and he's like, oh, you know, that crazy Doc Brown bought them all. And so Marty is going to go break in and steal them um, because he needs them for his guitar amp. Uh, but Doc Brown thinks he's applying for this job, basically, to by by getting through and, and getting into his place. But Marty takes the job because he sees it as an opportunity to basically like this guy who's, you know, it's rumored that he worked on the Manhattan Project, which we find out later on he did. Um, it's like it basically was like, oh, he, he, he'd look really cool if he worked, you know crazy doc brown if he like knew him and he hung out with him so basically he saw it as an opportunity to kind of get a little uh, get a little clout and doc brown wanted him as an assistant because he's a smart kid and that's how they like become friends nice. and i was like all right nice that you know what cool like that that makes sense I believe that you know yeah I'll, I'll, i buy i buy, I buy that because otherwise i was just, it was it was always like why the fuck like it just goes back to that john mulaney skit where he's just like who's his best friend is a disgraced <laughs> nuclear physicist <laughs> I'm confused. Is this physicist a student? Nah, nah. He's either like 40 or 80. We don't know. <laughs> like that's that's how it always was. So yeah. So um, and then from there, there's a couple again, a couple of like like short stories, like you know his involvement in the Manhattan Projects and how he was brought into that and and everything and so on and so forth. So in my opinion, if you're a Back to the Future fan, the main Back to the Future story is you, you're you're gonna you're gonna really enjoy it because it's cool. Like mm-hmm. to to see those characters, to see those stories expanded. Um, I, I love Back to the Future, the movies. I don't think I'm enough of a fan for the comics. Like, they were cool. Mm-hmm. I did not think they were bad at all. Yeah. But, like, nothing's ever really drawn me to be like, to read them. You know? Like, I just, I love those movies, but I've never been like, oh, crap, I love those movies so much, I need to read the comics. Like, mm-hmm. they were good. Like, I definitely enjoyed them. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's for some people, like if, if comics aren't necessarily your thing, but you do like movies and maybe you want to get into comics, this could be that a, might yeah. be exactly that might be the bridge, yep. you know, uh, I like back to the future. So I'm going to read the back to the future comics. What I am interested in is the crossover that's coming back to the future transformers. That's really, <laughs> I'm interested in that. Because IDW always has these silly crossovers like Ninja Turtles and Star Trek, uh-huh. uh, Green Lantern and Star Trek, Batman and Ninja Turtles. Like they do all those crossovers. Okay. And I'm like, you know what? Terminator and and Transformers. Like Transformers and Back to the Future, I am interested in. Interesting. So yeah. So that's that's <laughs> the main the main story. I'm not gonna spoil anything because some of it, I mean, it is some of it's really cool because it, it I think it's I don't know if it's wrapped. I know I think it might still be ongoing, or at least one of them is still ongoing, but that's the most recent one, I think. But yeah, so, Manderson. Yes, sir. Tales from the Time Train. Tales from the Time Train. How, how, how was it? It was enjoyable. Nice. Uh, I would say um, I, I liked it more than I thought that I would. Um, but I, I, like, I specifically, when you, we were talking about it, you, you gave me a few choices. I specifically picked the time train versus anything else I had in front of me. Um, just cause I, it was one of those things at the end of three, I'm like, huh, I wonder what he's going to get up to. Um, and this actually starts, it's a little weird because time travel. Um, 
it starts before that last scene of Back to the Future 3 where they come back in the train and like he says, hey, here's my family. Like there's a little a mini adventure before that, mm. um, which is kind of cool to see like the types of stuff that they were doing, tie it into like, oh, here's the time frame and then let's keep going. Uh, but they spend most of their time in 1939. Um, so there are Nazis involved, oh, uh, nice. which is fun. They go to the, the World's Fair uh, in 39 uh, and ex- explore it with their kids who are troublemakers. And one of them's like really just wants to get in trouble everywhere they go. And the other one's kind of that kid who uses words that are too big for anybody to really use naturally. Um, I, I, like I can't even, at one point he gets grabbed by a henchman and he's like, unhand my fibia as opposed to like my arm. It's like the bones that are in the arm. Fibia is not an arm bone. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a, it's like Dawson's Creek when I first watched it. These beh- kids behind me, there is a, like a map of a human body, but I couldn't that. tell you what. Um, anyway, um, but he uses big, big words like you know, post haste and all that kind of stuff is in there. Post haste a lot, uh, and it's it's fun. It's not one where if you're used to reading comic books where the world is in peril or even like there's some sort of time paradox in the movies, there isn't that peril or urgency in this one necessarily. It's more of kind of like a fun adventure where they encounter Nazis who mistake Doc Brown for Einstein and then uh-huh. his dog being named Einstein causes confusion. <laughs> so it's kind of like, it's very Saturday morning cartoon type yeah. adventure. Um, but yeah, really enjoyable, a quick read. Like I read through it a lot faster than I thought that I would as well. Um, so I, I would recommend it if you're a back to the future fan and like Doc Brown, um, I think it's, it's worth picking it up. Um, or at least comicsology, um, finding a way to read it. It's pretty good. I think because uh, they're all. I think all of these are available in Comicsology Unlimited. If I'm if I'm not mm-hmm. uh, incorrect. Yeah, when I did the search, a lot popped up. I had to to like jump to the next page to find this specific one. So yeah, yeah. they're all there. Yeah, so I mean that, that's a lot that's of a, over there. A cool thing, you know, if you want to check out Comics, I I definitely recommend Comicsology Unlimited, just because you get access to a ton of comics outside the big two. Um, you get like some like crazy, like European stuff, you know, like penis ships. Yeah. Penis um, ships. Nice. Yeah. All, all my favorite European penis ships. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's definitely, it's, it's, you know, this is basically a big walking advertisement for it, especially if you're back to the future fan. Um, so Steve's mm-hmm. citizen Brown. Yes. So, uh, takes place after the third movie from Marty's perspective. Um, he's just returned home. Um, and all of a sudden, the DeLorean reappears again. And he's like, what's going on? I thought it was destroyed. And he opens it up, and there's nothing in there but a tape recorder. And Doc left him a tape recorder. So now the DeLorean, the time machine, has this <clears throat> automatic response if something occurs to Doc. And the tape describes that Doc is stuck in 1931, and he's been imprisoned because he was trying to destroy the uh, illegal tavern that was owned by Kid Tannen, who is the grandfather of Biff. Jesus fucking family, man. They're all awful. So uh, Marty goes back to 1931, breaks Doc out by finding Emmett Brown of 1931, who was working on this new drill machine. (laughs) And he lies to him saying he's part of the um, copyright company to help him with his 
his uh, device <clears throat> breaks Doc out, change of the future. But in doing so, we find out that Marty's grandfather works for Kid Tannen. And breaking Doc out put him in trouble. So when they returned back to 1986, we find out that Kid killed Marty's grandfather. So it's like destroyed the entire family, basically. In the right, so right. we got to go back to 1931 <laughs> and correct that error. It, it was basically like the reason I like Back to the Future Part 2 is because it has the most time traveling of the movies. You go to the future, present, and then back to the past. This was the same thing. It's like, we messed this up. Go back. We still messed up. We got to go back. And so <laughs> yes, it's worse. And so when they fix that issue regarding uh, regarding Marty's grandfather, on the way back, lightning streaks, uh, strikes the uh, DeLorean to where Marty crashes, but Doc is gone. And he crashes into a billboard that says, follow the way of Emmett Brown. And now Emmett Brown is like this powerful leader. In oh. The and more ensues. I'm not going to tell you the whole ending. But nice. <laughs> that it was really funny how they incorporated. Like there was no uh, Hello McFly knocking on the head. Right. That didn't happen. Right. Um, but just seeing the the multiple stories that developed just within three, the first three uh, trades of it. Like the amount of time traveling, the amount of errors they made, the amount of like one little thing they did that again caused so much change for the future. And I was like, this this feels like the type of method they use for part two. So I really I really enjoyed it. Enjoyed it very much. Okay, here's what I want to know: mm-hmm. Why is it that Emmett Brown exists in all these different time periods because he keeps traveling back to them, <laughs> but a version of the tannins and the McFlies. Like why like you think at some point they'd be like, hey, that tannin kid, his dad was a piece of shit. Stop hanging out Stop with hanging him. Out. Like they, <laughs> like they just always like interact like it's always interact with each other. And it's like, hey, do you remember this guy being a total asshole? Like don't hang out with him in you know in 10 years. Asshole runs in the family. Kid Tannen owning a tavern during the prohibition times. And yeah, and then again, Emmett Brown. It's it's never Emmett Brown's ancestor. It's always fucking Emmett Brown because yes. <laughs> he's just back there. <laughs> I really, um, uh, I really enjoyed it. It had the it had the feel of the movie in it. I of course, yeah. So what if I played the score while I read the trade? Whatever. It that was, helps. It was yeah. enjoyable. I enjoyed it. And you do hear their voices, of course, because I hear Kid Ten and still Biff's voice in my head when I hear him speaking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, funny enough, I think part of the reason actually there we don't there isn't Emmett Brown's previously. Is because Emmett Brown is not his real name. It's revealed in the comics that his last name is actually Von Braun. Oh. The more you know. Yes. You want to talk about connection to Nazis? There you go. That is a that is a hell of a connection, you know. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know just I'm not gonna spoil it just in case anyone wants to read more because I mean there there might be some people who like read this are like I don't want all this extra shit I just want to watch the movies you know like <laughs> want the movies yeah it's just crazy with me with Bob Gale the writer who the idea of Back to the Future was Spielberg and he's yeah. like I can't write this right now I'm doing you know it's the 80s so Spielberg's like cranking out Indiana Jones and Color Purple and all that. And he gives it to Robert Zemeckis. And Robert Zemeckis is like, well, I need help writing this. So Bob Gale comes in. And the fact that he wrote those three movies with Zemeckis and still like has these ideas for 
other Back to the Future adventures that spawn these comics. I'm like, this yeah. this guy wasn't actually done, if you think about yeah. it, outside that trilogy. Yeah. No, I is think Christopher Lloyd still alive? Maybe we can get a new Back to the Future 4. He is. Mm-hmm. He's looks the same, he, I think. Yeah, he randomly <laughs> pops in. Like he like there's so many shows where it's randomly just like, oh yeah, there he is. Like mm-hmm. he's been in so many random sitcoms and things that I've watched over the last couple of years. Because they did a um they did a commercial a few years ago. Him and Michael J. Fox. That was back to the Yeah. Future they did, he, yeah. Yeah, he also did um was it him? I think it was him. There was a um uh, episode of the the Big Bang Theory when um they're they're wor- uh they're working on uh uh Leonard and Sheldon are finally gonna move out. One of them's gonna move out mm-hmm. so they can be with their respective uh girlfriends, wives at that point. I don't know. But it turns into a whole issue and basically because Sheldon still has his lease for another like week or so, he sublets it to a homeless person and the homeless person is Christopher Lloyd <laughs> and he like hilarious. sublets it to him for like a penny a day or something and he's just like sitting there like with no shoes on like eating cereal nice. I think it was Christopher Lloyd I might be fucking crazy right now I don't know that makes sense was, if it was him yeah but yeah he's in all kind of, that's he's randomly popping and stuff which is nice to see Apparently, he's again one of those people that he's 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 ageless like he, he looks the same yeah. age as he did in the yeah. fucking movies because he's always played old in everything he plays I think that's why yeah Apparently, there is a, a short film called Back to the Future, Doc Brown Saves the World in 2015. Nice. nice. So, and, and, yeah, he's, and, and he was in it? Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. him and one other person who's just a voice. A voiceover. <laughs> so, yeah, he's in a lot of, like, random shows. Like, random? Yeah, dude. No, he, he makes cameos all over mm-hmm. the place. Yeah. Do you know, this is something only I would know because I'm me. Uh, he played a Klingon commander. I did In know that Star Trek three before I did know future. that he okay he was the one eye patch no that was the that was another guy short uh, the, like like no hair though right he had yeah I mean he was like ball like more bald on top than most Klingons but he still had like shoulder length kind of hair but he uh yeah he was a I just imagine Doc Brown being a Klingon, like, <laughs> I'm going to kill you because you're human. Great Scott. Like, that, he still had that, the, like, over-the-top way of talking. Yeah. And it... Phasers to 1.21 to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's funny. Like, I watch him, like, Doc Brown, you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Not very funny with Roger Rabbit at the end. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. Also, oh, Robert the, Zemeckis film, by the way. Oh, really? Spielberg and Zemeckis, they're buddies. The more you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, the just, you know, if you're a Back to the Future fan, you mm-hmm. should check them out. They're, they're, all, they're all well done. They're all fun. Art's nice in all of them. Yeah. Um, Play the score while you read it. You know? Yeah. You know, the movies yeah, are on Netflix. Piece. Watch the movies after. There you go. Try to try to create the timeline. There you go. Yeah, figure yeah. out the timeline. Figure the time to re- read the comics as they happen. Because I think it. Because I think I read the. I think I read the first first issue of the the time train. But like, doesn't it starts with him working on the train, right? Uh, no, it's basically him and his family. In I think they were in twenty thirty nine, so they're in our future. So they they already have the train. Yeah, yeah, and they're like exploring a museum of the future. Right, and then they cause some havoc, and he's like, "I can't take you kids anywhere. Let's go back to the past because it'll be safer." 
And yeah. Maybe it's one of the short stories that in mind that had him working on the time train. Now I'm losing Could've my been, mind. Yeah. That's the other thing. Cause I also remember I had like a McDonald's toy as a kid that was the time train, but it was like, it was like, like super like over the top. And I think it was like, like I want to say it was from the cartoon that was actually not, and it wasn't from the movies, but now I actually have to look it up because I'm trying to remember what the what the cartoon looked I like. I had the uh, I had the DeLorean of the McDonald's toys that actually yeah. the back part was one of those where you cranked it back, and if you let it go, if it went fast enough, like the back would start spark would spark sparks start happening. Oh, the spark! I remember yeah, that yeah. one. So cool. I, I love, do love remember that, that one. I think they all were like that though. I yeah, think they, they all, all were the, the pullback and too. sparking. Yeah. yeah. No. The 1991 two seasons. There was a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um. Did Huey Lewis in the news do the music for the cartoon? I'm just curious. You know what? I uh, gotta get back into. I don't know. It did. It did win a daytime Emmy for outstanding film sound editing. Nice. Is is that important to you? That works. It's an Emmy. Still win. (laughs) Still an Emmy winning show. (laughs) Hang on, I'm gonna look up the McDonald's toys. The power of Um, love. Okay, no, I actually had a lot of these. Now I'm looking at them. Mm Yeah, okay, so the 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 DeLorean, he was hanging out of it, and yeah, the back was clear, and it would spark yes. as he pulled him back. Turn the lights off when I did that. The train, the train had the dog mm-hmm. hanging out of it, and it was like blue, like glittery, and the <laughs> wheels were like swirly. I had that too, I think. <laughs> I think I had all of these. Uh, Marty on the hoverboard had like a cloud underneath him. Nice. And then I don't know who this person is supposed to be, but they're in like a bathtub and you're like is that a bathtub i don't know what the fuck that's supposed to be is that bathtub? oh Vern. oh it was Vern. one of one of doc's kids Vern's junk mobile oh. he like made like a car out of a bunch of random shit yeah mcdonald's toys yeah, are so kids awesome are named jules and Vern. jules and verns yeah dude mcdonald's toys back, back in the then day were, awesome. were so, awesome. so cool they like ran transformers yeah. and transform into a burger do you find yeah. mcdonald's toys annoying yes now? yes <laughs> probably how our parents felt right yes well no but the toys don't seem as cool now because yeah, like recently i think during the, pro- the the pandemic we're in right now like not a lot of the mcdonald's are getting like new updates in their toys so yeah. while the boys got a jurassic world happy meal box the toy was nothing to do with jurassic world it was a robot and you had to put the stickers on yourself i gotta put the stickers on myself excuse me anyway you got to buy like a $150 toy for that. Yeah, right. Yeah. The decals down. Daddy, I wanted to know you're going to mess it up. No, give me it. Daddy's doing it. Give me it. <laughs> so, yeah, check out Back to Future Comics on Comixology. Um, Please do. Check them all out. The uh, I, I, the, I'm, I will say, um, Biff to, I do want to check out Biff to the Future. It's, it's in my list because I just want to see how his life goes with the almanac. Because, <laughs> again, that's just, you know, that's a, that's a cool thing that. We, you know, we know the begin, we know the beginning, and we know the end. You know, like we know, you know what he was like as an old man, and we know, kind of, we know middle because we see, we Never see that, that that destroyed future. Um, but yeah, it'll be cool to check that out. That's one of my favorite so, parts in Back to the Future too, when they're all chasing Marty again in the future, and old yeah, yeah. Grandpa uh, Biff is looking at him and going, "This all seems very familiar." <laughs> it's happened the same way it's in the first movie. <laughs> Love that part. Great movies. So. That about does it for this week. Uh, this uh, episode, I'm gonna say this week's episode, but it's every other week, so it's not really. I mean, it is. You're it bi-weekly is this week's episode. episode. Bi-weekly episode. Th- yeah, this this two weeks episode. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> anyway, so thanks for hanging out. Thanks for checking us out. 
rate, review, and subscribe. Cut, take two. <laughs> rate, review, subscribe. Um, on whatever. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> is that, is that, do people still do that? On Apple, on Apple Podcasts, they do. I'm not sure yeah. about the others. Yeah. I hear, I hear other podcasts I listen to. I mean, because we're the best. Exactly. Us and they're not the yeah. best. Number but, one, you know, allegedly. Yeah. Went over that. Uh, they always talk about how if you rate, give us five stars, it helps other uh, crusaders find us and become capeless along with us. Oh, so, there well, you go. There give he us is. Five stars. There and, he is. There's the guy. That was a line. That was a tagline. If I ever heard one, <laughs> we're, we're, we'll, we'll workshop it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to this episode. My name is, of course, David Barry. I am joined this evening by uh, the Bulk and Skull. Of uh, my my life, I don't know which one's which though. Uh, actually, you know what? Bulk is Steve's. Go for it. That was heavy. It's the Azorian one. Oh, there it is. And my skull. Solid. This is uh, the son of. Dang it, son of a. <laughs> take two. This is Super Manderson. Could have said Great Scott. <sighs> Great Scott. <laughs> Not joining us this evening is uh, Amelia. Um, but yeah, for all the Crusaders, for everyone. A nerd on the. I, I, actually, I shouldn't speak for all of them. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not actually Josh Manley. Joshua Manley. Just you know. True. True. He, he could. Yeah. Anyway, you could speak for all the Crusaders, though. Nice he could. for all the Crusaders, young, old, and uh, to be announced. Born. What? what the fuck is that? Anyway, Past, present, for, and future. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. There it is. That ties into the content. Anyway, for the Capus Crusaders, a good night. Uh, <laughs>